Welcome back. You're watching Stock Picks, and today we unpack Astral Foods, RCL, and Quantum Foods, and that's with Small Talk Daily Research, Anthony Clark. Anthony, always a pleasure and a good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Well, it's been a complete, complete uh, dismal year for uh, our poultry and uh, uh, food producers, really, as a whole, Anthony. Earlier this year, we were speaking about them, about uh, energy issues and the price of feed shooting up, and we're speaking about them again, and it's still not good. Yeah, I'd say that the underlying landscape for the poultry company, excuse a pun, is foul. <laughs> uh, what we've had, as you correctly mentioned uh, in the last few months, aside from soaring soft commodity prices and the maize price has also shot up uh, about 400 uh, rand a tonne in the last month or so, that's been compounded by increasingly expensive fuel costs to run the generators that most companies need now to keep production going with 284 rand a litre last month, another two rand this month, and more likely another two rand next month. Uh, we've seen a consumer who is unwilling or unable to pay for higher poultry costs because of the state of the economy. And now we have the government via the DTI minister, Ibrahim Patel, potentially looking to allow increased imports into this country to make up for the possible production shortfall, which is emanating in the industry purely because of avian influenza, which is above and beyond the poultry and egg, egg industry's control. So all in all, the sector's in a flap and uh, everything is looking very foul. <laughs> Let's talk about the first uh, counter, which is the biggest uh, you know, poultry counter we have. It is Astral Foods. They have already come out to uh, say that they were incurring a loss of three rand per kilogram on uh, chicken sales. And so uh, this was even before uh, you know, the breakout of uh, this avian influenza. Yes, um, as you correctly mentioned, Astral Foods is the largest producer of chicken in this country. Uh, they can produce up to six million birds a week. Uh, I've nicknamed them the OPEC of chicken. They can literally turn on the tap and close the tap uh, at a fairly short notice. But what has clearly happened in the last uh, few months, particularly in this uh, economic environment we operate in, where the state has been unable to provide even the most basic of services in terms of infrastructure, water and electricity, is that private companies have to pay out of their own pockets to actually provide power and water to actually produce the food that the citizens of this country actually need on a daily basis. That has led to a significant loss of uh, profit for the likes of Astral Foods. And they indicated in their pre-results call that the overall cost to the company this year of having to provide what the state cannot provide alongside the AI costs and of course the cost of higher soft commodities is 1.9 billion rand of lost profits with avian influenza year to date costing them 220 million rand. So all in all, it has not been a great uh, area to be invested in, but the, you know, the citizens need to eat. But you and I both know that uh, private companies in this country are not charities, and it is not their job to be uh, NGOs to provide cheap food for the, for the masses. Government has to step up to the plate and assist in either fixing infrastructure or providing some form of compensation for these companies to meet their obligations regarding uh, uh, AI and the repopulation of those flocks. I'm keen to get your thoughts on the issue of margins here. And maybe when we speak about Astral, we'll mention it for uh, the rest because the issue also of margin management seems, it reminds me of the construction sector, very thin margins already. Um, and it's very easy to see uh, the uncontrollables really get out of hand. And it looks like Astral Foods has been victim to that. Yes, at, at their very, very best, when all the stars are aligned, input costs are low and there's reliable electricity and water and the consumer is actually in a fairly good mood. 
uh, the most margin that poultry companies can generally hope to make, uh, even in the best of periods, is 6 to 8%. Uh, I've looked at the last 20 years' profits in Astral Foods, and it's like going on a roller coaster at Disneyland. It's, it's up and down, with no consistent period of, of profit certainty. It is a cyclical food stock, and as such, investors need to consider that in their investment proposals. Astral Foods, at the end of the day, is, is held hostage to what is going on in this country. And if the cost of international uh, soft commodities, which are mainly made in Chicago and the United States or in China, start to, to uh, increase, the RAND starts to weaken and the government cannot provide the basic services to produce food, you know, there has to, there have to be something to, uh, to be given. And what's been given, as you said recently, is a loss per, for producing every kilogram of chicken. And it is untenable going forward for companies to produce food at losses. You know, that, that, means, that means jobs will be lost, production will fall, and this country may be more reliant on imports, which is never good for, a, an, for a, an economy like ours, where the RAND basically holds the economy and the consumers to hostage at any point in time. Let's also talk about quantum foods because uh, they uh, look specifically at uh, table eggs. Now, of course, we've seen uh, eggs, uh, the price shoot up. I think I saw uh, a 60 pack of eggs going for 200 rand. I couldn't believe it. Uh, and then, of course, uh, some of the shelves just don't have eggs at all. Uh, what we are seeing here with uh, quantum foods also is the, with eggs. Are the margins even lower with eggs than they would be uh, for chicken meat? Yes, they are even lower. Um, quantum foods is, an, is the country's largest national egg company, but they only have about a 12 to 14% market share of a highly fragmented market with a new laid brand. And eggs being a fairly fragile product, you can't exactly move it you know, across the country in the back of a truck. It tends to be reared and sold in the localized economies. And given that Gauteng uh, is suffering significantly from uh, bird flu or avian influenza, that has led to a significant cull uh, in the layoff lock, which has led to significant shortages of eggs in varying parts of the country. So as it stands right now with, uh, again, the same issues affecting the poultry industry of, uh, of load shedding, uh, higher diesel costs, uh, and of course, soft commodities, they now have the added issue of avian influenza basically killing off 20% of their flock. And the, you know what the consumer doesn't realize is if a chicken is culled to try and control the stem of the disease, you can't immediately just grow a new chicken. It takes up to 40 weeks for a, for, a, for, a, for a layer hen to start producing eggs. And the cost of the cleanup of avian influenza and the repopulation of the, uh, of the hen house is incredibly expensive. And Quantum Foods in its recent update indicated its costs to date from AIs 116 million rand and will surely grow. I get the AI stats sent to me daily. Uh, by the authorities in this country and the uh, disease is certainly not uh, being brought under control. It's actually spreading with an increasingly greater cull on a day-by-day -day basis. And it might be early next year until the disease is actually brought under control, which means consumers should be braced for ongoing shortages of eggs and potentially shortages next year in the meat market. What is also interesting uh, is the issue of vaccination, Anthony. That's come up quite a bit, and I think we spoke to a medical expert on the issue of vaccination. And we—it's a lot like COVID nineteen. There isn't, uh, you know, one standard really good vaccine that we know will certainly work, and so that could be a trial and error. And so it does also look like the issue of culling uh, will be a standard for this industry uh, for uh, the foreseeable future. 
That is a great question. Um, dossiers for the vaccinations are currently being fast-tracked by government, and vaccinations in chickens will only impact what is called the grandparent birds and the, the layer flock that actually produces the chicks that goes into the breeding the broilers that are ultimately slaughtered after 34 days to provide the chicken that, uh, that most citizens eat. You can't actually vaccinate the underlying chickens being reared for slaughter because then that vaccination goes into the, the human value chain, which is basically untenable. You can only vaccinate a certain proportion of the underlying flock. So all in all, whilst even influenza in certain areas of, your, of the value chain will be brought under control probably in the next 12 months, uh, AI amongst the commercial poultry flocks of layers for eggs and poultry will always, been, will always be there because it's spread by uh, wild birds. The cost of vaccination per hen is approximately around 50 per shot. And depending on the nature of a type of bird in production, they need six shots a year. So you're probably talking 10 rands. Now, that doesn't sound like a great deal, but 10 rand across tens of millions of birds is an added cost to the overall poultry industry, and there's no compensation by government for the cull or for vaccination. So at the end of the day, that cost will ultimately have to be borne either by the company or by the consumer going forward. Sure, it does sound like a bit of a, a bleak one, Anthony. I'm also keen uh, just to uh, get your thoughts here on what... Uh, sufficient government intervention might mean uh, for this sector and if that could uh, even put value back into the companies and then the stock um, at some point uh, you know in the form of is it grants that could help here what exactly could a uh, government uh, do for uh, the poultry industry when i think of a chicken for instance South africans eat the whole chicken so it, it, it's it's you know it's it's the gizzards it's the giblets it's all of it uh, all of it important in a south african home and so it really is a food security issue that we're speaking about here Again, a great question. You know, poultry is the most affordable protein eaten by the majority of citizens in this country. And we all know that most of these citizens are currently under the whip uh, regarding food price inflation. So the government, if they really wanted to help, uh, aside, aside from trying to reduce uh, the tariffs on imported chicken to meet any domestic shortfall in production, should actually provide compensation to the poultry industry to assist them uh, in the control of AI and the cull and the repopulation to provide the food security that this country actually needs. Uh, to fast track the dossiers to get the vaccination uh, into the production system as quickly as possible and to perhaps even help pay for the vaccination. You know, overall, you know, chickens in this country uh, is produced, 22 million a week are produced. And as it stands right now, potentially five to six million chicks are being reduced from the national uh, weekly output. So 20% less chicken potentially could be produced on a linear basis if AI continues to spread. Government needs to step up to the plate. And aside from just asking the industry to try and manage this by themselves, the industry is already beset by increased costs from load shedding, from water, and from infrastructure, which they're bearing because the government cannot even provide those basic services. Soften the blow, provide compensation, and aid in the provision of vaccinations. That would be the, the first basic step. But to date, government have brought nothing to the party. They just take, take, take. Let's also talk then about RCL Foods because uh, this one is, uh, I mean, Rainbow Chicken is a brand we're all very familiar with, I think, as a South African. Uh, and also they make, I mean, your poloni. So then I think, uh, you know, lunch and, and school kids and then holidays and all of that. Uh, where are they uh, faring here uh, in terms of how much they've uh, had to lose as a result of the outbreak? And could this be uh, possibly the more uh, diversified of the three? 
Um, the answer is, is a double-edged question. Mm. On the poultry side, Rainbow Chickens is the second largest poultry producer in this country, with significant operations again in Gauteng, and they have not been immune uh, to the avian influenza outbreak, uh, losing significant numbers of, numbers of birds. But as you correctly mentioned, their single biggest supply is into the fast food chain uh, in, in supplying KFC, for an example. And they're also significant producers of the affordable proteins in Polonies, Vienna's, Russians. Most of that uh, cheap protein uh, emanating from chicken tends to be imported, mainly from Brazil. Uh, this country does not produce mechanically deboned meat from poultry, and it has to be imported. So again, the weak rand has seen a significant cost impact to the importation of that product. And, uh, you know, given that the poor are looking for affordable forms of protein, whilst RCL should be benefiting from an uplift in demand for the affordable proteins from the likes of the polonies, etc., etc., they are having to contend with the weaker rand and, again, exactly the same cost issues as the likes of an Astral and Quantum Foods with load shedding, weak infrastructure, water, etc., etc. So they're not immune but they, they would be slightly less impacted because they do have another component to their, to their mix to offer to, to the consumer. But again, that is impacted by imports and the weaker rand. Uh, at the current level, all three stocks are under the whip. And I think if I were to be a, a betting man, and I hate betting, mm -hmm. I think in a 12-month view, AI will be brought under control. Astral Foods as the OPEC of chicken should recover the fastest alongside the table eggs business. And if I had to lay money on a 12-month recovery perspective, Astral Foods at about 142 Rand uh, would be the one that I would plump for. But it's not going to be an easy ride for at least six months, given what is currently going on in this industry. It is not getting any better anytime soon. It is being managed, but it'll probably only be the first quarter of 2024 when AI is brought under some form of control. And uh, keen to also even get uh, your uh, ideas on uh, quantum and uh, quantum and or uh, RCL. And in my mind, Anthony, I could be wrong because RCL makes other products. Uh, you know, uh, does, could that not be a good hedge against uh, the AI outbreak? Uh, or if we're looking specifically uh, purely at poultry play, then the OPEC of uh, the poultry industry, you know, becomes uh, the lead there. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend quantum foods. One, because it is highly illiquid. It's trading at four rand ninety, market value of under a billion rand. And you've got two opposing shareholder blocks there fighting over the company. Mm -hmm. And as such, for the man in the streets or, or investors, it is basically an untenable investment because it is so liquid. In RCL's case, whilst Rainbow Foods is a very large component of the business, it is such a diversified company. It's got a food corp in there with general groceries. It's got sugar. It's got other assets. The trouble is this company is dominated uh, currently by the narrative inside Rainbow Chickens, which is uh, having a huge pendulum effect on the underlying results. And until Rainbow is, is back in profit, uh, I would not recommend RCL Foods. Uh, I wrote about this uh, a month ago. And on, tw on a 20-year basis, the stock has gone absolutely nowhere in terms of an investment. You would have bought RCL at the same share price 20 years ago as you can today. Uh, if I had to go for any stock in the poultry sector with the caveat that AI needs to be brought under, the con under control, government needs to help out industry regarding infrastructure and electricity, uh, I would say that Astral Foods in the 12-month view should see a reasonable recovery, but it will be a bumpy road in, uh, in the first six months uh, of, uh, of 2024. Uh, with that said, uh, Anthony, always keen to learn from you. So speak to us about our educational term for the week. It is a straddle. 
Yeah, straddle is a, is, a, is a technical term if you're a hedge fund. It means going long of one stock and short of another to try and mitigate the risk of owning shares in one industry. And I'll give you one, uh, I'll give you two examples. I've had a straddle in place uh, from, an, from, a, from a research perspective for all of this year, which is basically long of Spur Corporation, which is the very well-known fast food and restaurant brand, and short of famous brands, which own Steers, Debonairs, amongst others. So you've basically got to play on the fast food and consumer uh, casual dining market. Uh, so if you would have gone long Spur Corporation and short famous brands, you would have reduced the risk of actually being in that sector. And in the same period, you probably would have gained a 20% upside in the Spur Corporation and about a 6% uh, a negative return in, uh, in famous brands, giving you an overall return of north of 25%. The same is true in the motor industry. If you would have gone long combined motor holdings involved in car rental, car retailing and the like, and short motors, which owns the Hyundai brand, the Kia brand in this country, and of course, Europe car, you would have made, again, a very similar return of around 25% by being long CMH and short motors. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a term that is often used uh, amongst professional hedge fund managers. But again, the sophisticated private client can often get involved by going long one sh stock, short another, mitigating the risk of actually owning the industry and hopefully getting a return from a relative underperformance or outperformance of stocks in the same industry, depending on the underlying performance of said stock. Well, Anthony, it's always a pleasure learning from you. Thank you so much for speaking to us, specifically about the poultry industry from a counter perspective. Uh, thank you so much for your time. That was Anthony Clark from Small Talk Daily Research.